if you haven't noticed yet, I changed up the schedule for the podcast. <laughs> I'm down to just one episode a week, and this is a temporary test because I just want to see what days of the week work well for you. I have been on this schedule of Mondays and Fridays for quite a while now. Is it maybe a year and a half, two years? And I also want to take a little bit of time off for myself, which is really hard to do. Despite the fact that I started off this year of 2023 wanting to slow down more, <laughs> it's really hard for me to slow down. And yet that's a big theme of today's episode, slowing down. I just want to keep you up to date. There is nothing wrong in terms of the frequency of the show. Uh, I know it might throw you off if you've been a regular listener. A new schedule can be challenging. So I also want to extend my gratitude and acknowledge the fact that change is not always easy or pleasant. And I would love your feedback. How do you feel about different days of the week? Do you have a preference? Is there a day that you tend to listen to podcasts? Even as I'm saying this out loud, it didn't even occur to me to schedule the podcast for the weekend. I don't know what that reason is, actually. <laughs> um, I haven't looked up statistics about when people listen to podcasts. I've just been on a Monday through Friday schedule this entire time that I've had this show. So... <laughs> Um, that's kind of funny in this, in this moment, if, if you would prefer that a podcast comes out on the weekend, I'm open to that too. I, I don't know if I want to experiment unless I get that feedback, but it's, it, it could happen. And with that said too, reminder that I am recording weekly in beyond measure, at least temporarily, I am going to be taking off most of August, 2023 from from recording, from doing a lot of work, I'll still be doing some things, but, but the slowing down is really helpful because it gives me a longer runway. Typically I try to turn around podcast episodes within a few weeks, meaning between when I record them and when they're released. Like this episode, for example, is coming out around two weeks after the recording date. Um, and I like doing things with a faster turnaround time because I feel like it keeps you in the loop. But since that schedule is changing, a good way to stay in the loop is to come join the live podcast episodes and Beyond Measure, which is completely free to do. Beyond Measure is a private community where I hold a variety of different events. And you really get the opportunity to connect with me and other people to get support, to learn from one another. It's, it's just been an amazing, fulfilling place for me. And I, and I hope for everybody else who's part of it, but it's also cool because it's an interactive version of the show. So that's where I'm recording this episode right now. Also it, because I'm so used to doing two episodes a week, I will now have the option of having these episodes edited again. I took a break from that at the beginning of this year, um, because of expense reasons. Um, essentially, it made most sense financially for me to only do one podcast, edited podcast episode a week. But but now, since I'm just doing one a week total instead of two a week, you may start seeing the transcripts or the blog posts based on these episodes and hear 
the edits there. I'm, I'm still on the fence. I thought it might be nice to do something simpler, but lots of things. I'm just in experimentation mode for the next few months, at least. I may continue throughout the rest of 2023 and then really evaluate it. And again, your feedback, your thoughts, your feelings on all this is always taken into consideration. So that's a little behind the scenes update. And now I want to move into that topic of slowing down. And it feels really timely as of the date that I'm recording this on July 19th, 2023, because tomorrow I'm going camping and I'm also going to be in an area with no cell phone service. I won't be able to send emails, text messages, do things on my computer. And I'm going on a Thursday, which is interesting. I didn't pick that day. My friend Roland did. Uh, you may recognize Roland's name because he was a guest on the show. Let me see when that was. It feels like I've known Roland for so long, but we've never actually met in person. So that episode came out about six or seven months ago in this moment, not fully doing the math, but it was January 13th, 2023. It was the 414th episode of the show. And I think the title is called The Great Outdoors, How Camping Can Change Your Life. I will put a link to that in the description if you want to go check it out. And uh, that will prevent you from having to scroll all the way back through all the episodes that have come out since then. And I met Roland through TikTok, which we talk about in that episode. I was very drawn to him because he makes these really cool videos about camping. And over the last few years, camping has become a big interest of mine. And I just felt like Roland's personality and passion for being outside. He's really committed to helping people of color, especially get outside. And that appealed to me. And he said to me, way back in, I think the end of December, 2022, when, when we did the recording that he would be up for camping anytime. He said, just send me a message and we'll go camping. He lives, he lives a few hours away from me in Southern California. And so uh, probably a month ago, I took him up on that finally. And I said, Hey, no, we haven't talked in a little while, but I'd love to go camping with you this, sometime this summer. And he wrote back very enthusiastically and he even went and picked a campsite for us. We're going to Sequoia National Forest, not to be confused with Sequoia National Park. They're, they're next to each other. I'm still learning the, <laughs> the differences between things like that. Essentially, from my understanding, they're both uh, protected government run areas of the United States. And my park pass, the the national park pass that I use all the time, I, I don't even think it's called a national park pass. I think it's called a an interagency pass or park. I don't know what it is, but it covers forests and parks. And they're very similar to each other, although the national forests tend to be a little bit low key. There are many more of them. I don't remember exactly. There's probably a few hundred of them off the top of my head, I would guess, in the United States. And um, I've seen them a lot, but I don't intentionally go to the national forest. I'm still on my mission to go to all of the national parks. And so when Roland suggested we go there, I thought, great. It also felt like perfect timing because the campground we're going to 
is near the Pacific Crest Trail, which is one of three, I believe, trails that run from the bottom southernmost point of the United States all the way up to the northernmost point. And you might have, might have heard of the PCT through the movie and the book called Wild. I can't remember if I talked about, about this before because I've been recording a new podcast, a whole new show for the last few months, very casually as I've started documenting my experience hiking. And um, I'm really taking my time with that show, trying to develop it. It's it's not even necessarily going to be a public podcast. I, I want to experiment with uh, turning it into blog posts and then maybe add in the, the audio. But I've been recording these audio memos on the trail wherever I go the last few months since I think I started either in April or May 2023. And and I got inspired to do that because last year I listened to the entire audiobook version of Wild. And then this year I rewatched the movie with Reese Witherspoon. And it it just pumped me up this idea of a woman going by herself, a journey of self-discovery, taking three months to be in nature. And it just sounded so challenging and amazing to me at the same time. And so my interest in the the PCT, my curiosity, I don't know if I'll ever do it, but I'm just very drawn to it. And Roland actually, I don't know if he's done part of it. I don't think he's done it all, but he has so much knowledge around this. And again, I encourage you to listen to the podcast episode he was on uh, to check in. He might even start his own podcast. We're going to talk about that this weekend while we're camping. And I hope he does because he's just got so much information. And when he made the suggestion about where to camp, I was so excited to see that it was near the PCT because I, since I started feeling interested in it, I haven't really paid attention to it. I've never spent any time near the PCT. And that's really cool. I also loved going to Sequoia National Park last year. It's beautiful. And I felt like I rushed through it because I have a tendency, speaking of slowing down and what I said earlier, like my tendency is to rush and I feel like it's a bit inadvertent. I feel like I don't really want to rush, but I'm in a habit of rushing. I want to do so much in life and I will just overestimate the time in the day. And this happens every year when I do my road trips where I travel cross country and visit all these parks and forests and all that. Every year I say to myself, I want to take my time. I want to do this a little slower. And yet it has been my habit of trying to pack a lot in. And I've been thinking about a lot about that recently. I just finished planning my cross-country road trip for 2023, which is separate from this camping trip I'm doing tomorrow. My road trip starts in a few weeks. And I have just been wondering, wow, I once again am packing so much in. Why am I doing this? I mean, one of the reasons is very practical. As anyone knows who has done a road trip, a camping trip, gone in the great outdoors, like, there's a lot to consider. It can feel very overwhelming. It can be challenging to plan. There's a there's just so much. And I want to see a lot. 
So I could go very slowly, but it would take a very long time. I can't remember how many days I've planned for this road trip, but I think it might be close to three weeks. And that's a lot of time to be traveling. Even though I'm taking some time off from recording the podcast, even though, and by the way, to be clear, recording is very different from releasing. So there'll still be an episode every week. I'm just not going to be recording every week. I'm, I'm batching them, recording a bunch before I, I go on this trip. Um, you know, even though I, I understand how to make room for a break, um, if I were to really take my time, it would probably be at least a month long trip. And so time's a huge factor. Money's a factor. I thought about how, sure, I could add like a few hours a day, but a few hours in one place has the whole ripple effect. And because of the way I do my road trips with the camping involved, it would require me booking more campsites, which is more money. Fortunately, campsites can be very inexpensive. I'm so excited to tell you more about the road trip in an upcoming episode. I've found places as cheap as $13. The place that I'm camping at in the next few days is $17 a night. It's not a lot of money, but it adds up when it comes to gas or in my case, electric car charging. It adds up in terms of food and attractions and all of these things. But I'm still hoping one of these days that the time and money won't be a factor. I think it'd be so cool to just have months at a time and just an open schedule. I could see myself doing that later on in life. I don't, I don't know if I'll have a traditional retirement, but I, I kind of envy the retired people that I see on these trips. It's just like, they're in a van or they have all this money that they've saved up and there's, you know, the, everything just feels so, so relaxed. And, and there's something about that, that really appeals to me and, and, um, I aspire to. So coming back around to, to the, this camps ground, the reason I, I brought all of that is, is being conscious of slowing down. And, and that's what I'm most looking forward to about this camping trip. I am excited to see a different part of the Sequoia area. Um, I'm excited to even drive into a different area. One of the cool parts of road trips is that um, I get to just go on different highways. You know, I've lived in California for so long and there's so many parts of the state I haven't gone to despite how many road trips I've been on. Um, and to be with somebody like Roland who has everything taken care of is so exciting. I've noticed that in itself is a bit of a challenge for me. He is very similar to me in some ways, like being very intentional, being a great planner, having all the details taken care of. I'm not used to being around people like that. I'm used to being that person. And being that person can be exhausting. I don't perceive that it's exhausting for Roland because he camps so much. It feels like it's second nature to him. Since I'm still relatively new to camping, there's a lot I have to learn. And it's so cool to go someplace with a person that's experienced, knowledgeable, and just be around them that feels like an incredible gift. He's also 
been so generous in all sorts of ways that maybe I'll fill you in later in terms of this trip. I, every time I say, Hey, can I do this? He's like, Nope, I already gotten taken care of. And I'm like, really? And, and it's that place of receiving too. I think that's a big theme here and receiving, not just in a literal way from somebody's generosity, but receiving from nature. It's a big aim of mine. The slowing down and the receiving elements are things that I've not even been fully aware how little I practice. I might think I slow down. Um, I need some water. Speaking of slowing down, I need to slow down my speaking. I'm getting so excited. I might feel like I slow down because I hike a lot. Yesterday, I went on a two and a half hour hike in Griffith Park in Los Angeles, and it was wonderful, but I wasn't really slowing down. I was trying to finish a five mile hike as fast as possible because it was so hot out. That's a whole other story, or this is something that you'll hear one day when I launch the other project about my hiking adventures. Yesterday was hard, so it didn't feel slow. Even in a place that was away from my computer, where I'm barely using my phone, I felt the need to hurry. I felt the need to rush. And I have to constantly check in with myself and notice, Whitney, like, slow down, be present, be mindful. I know those things on a very conscious level, but practicing them, actively practicing them is so hard. And this upcoming camping trip feels so interesting because we don't have any plans. Since Roland's essentially been in charge, I'm trying to just let go and trust the process, but my brain keeps asking all these questions like, well, what are we going to (laughs) do? We're going to be there for about 48 hours, a little under, I think. And we have no plans. The only thing we have is a structure in terms of when we arrive and approximately when we leave the campsite. And that feels different for me. That feels odd. (laughs) Like, I don't know what we're going to do once we get there. Truly. And my tendency is to fill up that time. My tendency is to figure out every moment of the day. But I'm eager to experience the slowness of having no plan. And maybe just being something I was reading or listening to recently brought up the power of being bored. <laughs> maybe it was the Gupta pro- program that I've been doing um, little by little. It's a meditation program. It's it's also a guest of this show. A- Ashok Gupta created this beautiful program centered around meditation, being present, mindfulness. It might have been that, but it could have been a book I was reading. 
this is the other tendency of mine is just to absorb so much content. Anyways, whatever content it was, I heard this part around boredom and, and embracing boredom. And I feel like I have a bit of an aversion to boredom. (laughs) To me, as much as I love camping, having a day of no plans and not being able to be on a computer or phone has the potential to be boring. And we're not going to a campground that has like a pool or, you know, mini golf or whatever else, you know, some camping places have all these activities. The place we're going doesn't even have running water. Maybe they have, wait a second, they have non-potable water, which I, I guess means it's not suitable for drinking unless you filter it, but they don't have flush toilets. They don't have sinks. I have to bring all my own water and even like set up my own shower. If I want to shower there, it's, it's pretty primitive. And I keep wondering, like, what are we going to do for these 40 plus hours? (laughs) But that's actually kind of exciting. I'm actually looking forward to being bored. (laughs) Another element of this is really embracing the experience beforehand and I'm absolutely exhausted right now. I still have so much to do to prepare for this trip and it blows my mind because I have so much equipment. I have experience. I'm going with experienced people, but there's just so much to consider. I mean, just water, trying to calculate how much water to bring. And then tonight I'm going grocery shopping to make sure that I have all the groceries for my dietary preferences and picking out what clothes I'm going to wear and getting all of my gear together and deciding what to bring and what not to bring. I mean, that's just a lot, you know? And so it's kind of interesting. Maybe by the time I get to the campsite, I'm just going to be so exhausted. I won't be bored because I'll be sleeping. (laughs) Maybe I'll be napping, you know? Um, There's a lot a lot of those unknowns. And I I think it's such a beautiful thing. You know, maybe it'll feel more rewarding because I plan so much. And I think it's finding that balance of not over planning too, which is something that comes up a lot on this podcast. You know, I want to plan for my safety. I want to make sure that I'm hydrated and I'm nourished and I am comfortable enough to sleep and, you know, et cetera. But I also don't don't want to plan it to the point where it takes the fun out of the spontaneous leaving room for the spontaneous feels like an important element of this. And speaking of spontaneity, I just want to say hello to those people who are watching live right now or joining in the experience and see if you have any questions or comments before we started recording. I, I did the pre-show chat and learned about some of the camping adventures that some of the beyond measure members have had. I got to see pictures of tents and hear about bear sightings and fairy hunting and all of the 
the journeys, the adventures, the discoveries that happen on these trips. It's also interesting because one of the people who's going on this trip, it's not just me and Roland. Uh, a few other people are coming. My dog, Evie's coming. But uh, one person who's coming has never been camping in their adult life before. And that's an interesting thing as I've become more and more interested in camping and spending time outdoors, noticing how other people react to it and what their fears are. And this person who's joining us really doesn't expect to enjoy the experience. <laughs> They're going, but it was a hard decision for them to make to join us. And I'm so curious what their experience will be. What I want to practice is not trying to influence them too much. I have a tendency to want everybody to have fun. And I've received the feedback from people in my personal life, my sister, one of my cousins, some friends. There's a theme of them not wanting me to influence their experience. I'm someone that, and I'm curious if anyone else can relate, especially those that are listening live on Beyond Measure. <laughs> but if you're not listening live, you can you can always message me about this later. I'm curious if you can relate to an experience like watching TV or movie with someone and just wanting to turn and look at the, the person or the people that you're with to check to see if they're enjoying the movie too. Have you ever had that experience? That is me. And that's such a great example of how I am. I feel like I can almost be overly concerned and caring for other people's experience, which I think sounds nice in theory. But one thing my sister has really taught me is that she doesn't want that pressure. And it's not something I really understand yet, but I under, I, I can get the concept of it feeling like pressure. She often feels like she, I'm looking for a reaction when maybe she doesn't have a reaction or maybe she wants to keep it internal. I'm looking for an external response. I'm looking for her to reaffirm that it's a good time. And sometimes that bugs people. <laughs> and I think we all do this to one extent or another, as some people are saying in the Beyond Measure chat. But sometimes it's about the frequency or the intensity of that. Um, <laughs> one person in Beyond Measure said, this definitely happens of him introducing someone to a recommended show or movie. If they don't laugh at the jokes, it's awkward inside. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. And I feel like on this trip, my equivalent is going to be like, ooh, isn't this tent cool? Isn't this, this, whatever thing I got cool? Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm already eager, but it's a good opportunity for me to say, how can I release expectations for myself and other people? I've also tried not to over ask Roland too many questions because Roland has such a cool, calm demeanor. <laughs> 
he's got a great TikTok account. That's like, again, how I met him. So if you're looking for a vibe of, of Roland, check out his TikTok and you might see what I mean. He just seems so like relaxed. Like he's, you know, everything's cool. And I'm a little bit like, what am I trying to give an example of? I have started thinking of like a bug. Like, I feel like I'm just like buzzing around. Like, you know, again, this is that rushing. This is that it's like a little bit frantic. I, I don't feel frantic necessarily, but it's just like a lot going on. And sometimes I feel a bit self-conscious. Um, or sometimes I'm just trying to be mindful of how that impacts others. And, and one way that shows up in experiences like this is asking a lot of questions. <laughs> so I'm having to embrace the unknown because I'm holding back a lot of questions I want to ask because they're not really that necessary. And I want to practice being in the unknown and saying like, what if instead of asking all these questions, I just go and find out? What if instead of asking all these questions, I just go and trust that it'll be great? What if instead of trying to figure out every piece of gear I could possibly need, I go and learn from what happens and see if I want to get anything else? I mean, up to yesterday, I was ordering stuff online because I'm like, oh, I forgot about this and I forgot about that. And then earlier today, I thought of this, something else that I wanted to get. And I'm like, I don't need all of that. <sighs> I already have more gear than the average person. Although it'll be really interesting to see how Roland compares because that man seems to have like everything I've thought of and beyond. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm very curious to see, see it. And, you know, I don't post that much on social media anymore, but you may be able to see some, some video clips from our trip through his social media. One thing I got recently that I'm excited to try out, actually a couple things. I'll share with you. Uh, one is something called a shower toga. If you are a big fan of Shark Tank, like I am, it was on the show. Don't remember what season it was, but you can look up shower toga. It is so cool. If any of you are campers, road trippers, or even uh, outdoor fitness adventure enthusiasts, it's really worth looking into. I've wanted one for a while and finally pulled the trigger on Amazon Prime Day when it was on sale. And it's essentially this specialized material that has like two sides. Um, and it's shaped like a, I guess, a toga. I don't know. In this moment, I'm like, what is a toga? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what this is because that's in the name, but it's kind of shaped like almost like a towel. It doesn't have towel towel material, but it's like when you wrap a towel around either your chest or your waist, it's designed to be put on that way. So uh, people with breasts can put it up there to cover their breasts and people uh, who well, actually every, everyone has breasts. <laughs> Right. People that don't want to show that part of their body um, can cover up there. Otherwise, you can just cover from your waist and it goes around that area has looked like um, a tie situation going on. And thus also the name shower, 
you can use it to shower yourselves in front of other people. The woman who designed it, I think was doing Tough Mudder races and she'd be around hundreds of people at a time and covered in mud. And she created this so that she could wash her body in front of others. And it has like all these other cool features. It's also really neat for changing in front of people. And that was part of my appeal is um, a camp, you know, when you're camping and you take a quick shower, it's great to just be able to do it, not having a ton of special equipment aside from that. And B, uh, you can change underneath it at places like the beach. So if you're wearing a bathing suit and you came out of the water, you can like rinse off in the showers there and then actually remove your bathing suit underneath this, this thing. Um, so anyways, that's, that's, I just got that. I haven't used it and I'm, I'm just looking for an excuse to try it out and I'm going to try it this weekend. And then it also got a hammock. I've been considering getting a hammock for a while. It's a big part of camping for some people. And I finally pulled the trigger and uh, got one. So let's see. I'm trying to, is there any other gear? I got a really cool fan, <laughs> a little mini fan that serves two purposes. One is you can use it in your tent to keep it, the circulation going. And two, um, I'm going to hang it up in my car for Evie, my dog, because she gets very hot in the back seat of my car on, on summer road trips. And it's so cool. I mean, this little inexpensive fan, I'm blown away by. I just got it yesterday and I'm so excited. Blown away by, pun intended, it's a fan. Um, and I feel like there was something else. Oh, I also got this cool mosquito device believe it's called a thermocell and a lot of the places I'm going on my road trip this year have uh, a ton of mosquitoes in fact I do not know if if uh, Sequoia National Forest has mosquitoes I'm gonna put this on my to-do list right now because I keep forgetting to look that up um, <laughs> it's good to know about bugs and Roland was actually somebody who recommended getting this little device and and essentially what it does is keep the mosquitoes at bay and the one that I got gives you like a 20 foot radius and people most people in the review say it works amazing so it literally is like a shield well it's not literally a shield <laughs> it's a it's a 20 foot bubble almost that you're in of the spray that comes out now I will give a little suggestion to research it because uh, there's it's a little bit of a controversial product. I decided to lean towards the recommendations I was getting, but I'm, I'm remaining skeptical. Hopefully it doesn't cause any long-term harm. I think it's made from like chrysanthemum extract or something that sounds really harmless, but some people have said they're concerned about its impact. You know, there's so much to consider and we can spend a ton of time worrying and researching and just completely burn ourselves out and get exhausted by what to buy and how to be prepared and all this stuff. It's like I said, it is already exhausting. And sometimes it's just helpful to make a decision with the, the best you can, the best information you have at the time. And we'll see.
And there's probably all sorts of things that I'm forgetting for this trip. And I'm going to hopefully learn some lessons. I'm excited about the timing because my road trip is coming up and I'm doing that by myself. It's really exciting to go camping with a group of people. It's one of the rare times I've done that. The exception being in 2020 when I did my cross-country road trip with my friend Leanne. We we did an episode on that too, which I can link to. Um, I'll link to Ashok's website, or I'm sorry, Ashok's episode <laughs> with the Gupta program. Roland's episode, of course, as well as the episode I did with Leanne after a cross-country trip, if you want to hear some of these. Uh, stories that are all connected and I will be going on the road trip and and reporting back and all of that maybe sharing some stories from behind the scenes uh, or post camping trip once I have gotten to the other side of that experience and I would love to hear your stories if you have any camping stories road trip stories travel stories national park or national forest stories anything any story I love hearing that. That's exactly why I do it in Beyond Measure to make it interactive. And speaking of which, after I wrap up this episode, there'll be a time for anyone who is listening live to chat. So for those that are here live, and if you want to stick around, I'd love to hear your stories right now. And for those that are listening to the recording, you can either come into Beyond Measure at some point. Or you can send me an email and tell me any of your stories. Do you have tips? Do you have favorite gear? Do you have favorite places that you've been to? I want to hear it all. There's so much to learn. And it's also a learning about whatever opportunities we have to slow down and disconnect and to learn from nature, learn from other people, get into a place of receiving. What can you receive from someone else who wants to be generous with you? How can you step back and let people be themselves and reveal themselves to you in your own way? How can you listen to nature more? How can you look for opportunities to be present and in that space? How can you do something different and shift out of your routine, your habits, your normal way of doing things? This is the reason that I'm so thrilled about this experience. There's just so much there. And yet I have no idea how it'll turn out. None of us ever do. As much as I like to think so, as much as I've literally visualized this entire camping trip, trust me, in my head, I've already gone there <laughs> because that's how I plan. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything like I imagined. And that's really exciting. Lots of metaphors here for life. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a special guest. As I mentioned, exploring different days of the week with the podcast. Um, it's alternating between me just talking on my own and me talking with an amazing person. Oh my gosh. I just booked yesterday a really amazing person who specializes in the outdoors. That's all I'll say for now, but in a very different way than Roland. <laughs> uh, I'll say nothing more, but that episode will probably be out in maybe a month from now due to the cadence 
I also booked this incredible author whose book I listened to on my road trip in 2020 with Leanne. And this author made a big impact on my life. Um, and a number of other people that just have interesting life stories and uh, things that they can teach us. So much is coming up your way on the show. But with that said, I'm going to wrap up today's episode and go chat to those that are listening and watching live and beyond measure. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll be back again next week. Check out the description for any of the links that I mentioned. And that's it for now. Bye.